Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, everybody? Man, it's your boy, JT. And we'd like to continue to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in to these devotionals on all of our social media platforms and all outlets. And you guys know just as every time I get on the platform, I cannot get into the word without declaring that word over you. So I declare Jeremiah 17, 7, where the word of God says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and his confidence, his full trust is in God. We've been navigating through the book of Acts and uh, we're going to continue to do that today. I'm going to be reading today from Acts chapter 28, and we're going to be starting in verse 3, and we're going to go through verse 7. And without further ado, let's hop into the Word. Starting in verse 3, the Word of God says, As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous stake, driven out by the heat, bit him on the hand. The people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, A murderer, no doubt. Though he escaped the sea, justice would not permit him to live. But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. Verse 6 says, The people waited for him to swell up or suddenly drop dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw he wasn't harmed, they changed their minds and decided that he was a god. Can I get amen for the reading of God's word? So, before we hop into this text in Acts 28, 3-7, I want to give everybody some pretext, give you a little bit of the story that led up to these four verses that we're in so we can know where we're at. See, in the beginning of, of chapter 27, Acts 27, Paul was called by God to stand before Caesar in Rome. So he had a destination that God wanted him to get to, uh, to fulfill a purpose that God wanted him to fulfill. So Paul and 275 more men get on this ship, right? And so there's a centurion soldier that is over them. There's an owner. There's a captain of this ship. And so they all start to get on this ship. And you also got some prisoners that are on there as well because they're being transported also. And so a couple of days as they're going down the coast of Asia, the weather starts to get bad and it starts to get worse and worse each and every day. And so after a couple of days, Paul stands up and he's talking to each and every person that's on this boat. Right. And so Paul is telling them, he said, look, it's best that we do not continue on this voyage. It's best that we do not continue on this journey because Paul said not only will we lose this ship. He said, not only will we lose the cargo on this ship, he said, but each and every one of our lives are in danger. They are in danger of being lost in this voyage. But then the satirian soldier that was over Paul didn't listen to Paul, ignored him, and instead he listened to the owner and the captain of this ship. And so they continued to sail more and more. They continued on their voyage. And the Bible says a storm by the name of Northeaster, Northeaster, this storm rose up inside of this sea. And man, for the next five or six days, it started throwing the ship everywhere. And you can just imagine these guys, the Bible says these guys hasn't eaten. They haven't eaten anything. So you can tell that the motion sickness, man, the seasickness that is going on right now, and about five or six days of being tossed and turned. The Bible says that the sun and the stars weren't even visible for about those five or six days. So you can tell that it was a, a powerful storm. So Paul had a 
enough of it. He stood up in the middle of the storm and he told those guys, everybody on the boat, he said, y'all should have listened to me way back then a couple of days ago when I told us not to continue on this voyage. But Paul says something very powerful right after this. But Paul says, take heart. He said, because I received a message from the angel of the Lord last night. I got a direct message from God. And he told me this. It's important that I get in front of Caesar. It's important that whatever he has inside of me that needs to get in front of Caesar, that it gets done. So Paul said, we will not perish. The only thing that will be lost in this voyage is this ship. But he said, all 276 people on this ship will live. And Paul had his trust and his confidence in God. And so they started to continue on the voyage, right? And after 14 days of being on this trip, the Bible says that none of them had eaten. And Paul encouraged each and every one of them to eat. So right after they ate, now they're starting to get closer and closer to the shore. And the Bible says that that ship ran into a sandbar and the whole ship was destroyed. And so prisoners locked in chains, they had to jump off and they had to swim to the shore and the Bible says that they all, 276 of them, made it to the shore alive. And that brings us to where we're at right now. And once they get on the shore, right, all the people of this town called Malta, they come and they start making these fires and they're starting, you know, attending to all these prisoners and these soldiers that have just been shipwrecked. And that's when Paul is gathering all of these sticks together. And that's when the Bible says a snake bit Paul on his arm. And so what these people are thinking right now is that, okay, this guy, this prisoner, he has just survived being shipwrecked. He survived all these storms in the sea for multiple weeks, right? And they said he survived that, but he must be a murderer, no doubt. See, those people, they didn't believe in God. They believed in karma. So they believed that because Paul was a murderer, that the fate and the divine justice that was on him, the karma that was on him, was that he was going to get bit by a poisonous snake and that he would swell up and that the venom inside of that snake would kill Paul. And the Bible says that they started bringing everybody together. Everybody started being surrounded around Paul to watch him swell up and die. But after a couple of minutes, after they saw Paul still alive, they said, man, he can't be a murderer. That means he must be a god. So what can we learn from this story, ladies and gentlemen? What can we learn from the pretext in this text? That's one major thing for us to learn. When we're called, we are called. See, you think about this. Paul was called to be in front of Caesar. God told Paul that. God gave him a word directly to him that he was called and he was going to be in front of Caesar. So no matter if the storms came, no matter if the wind came, northeastern, no matter if they didn't eat for 14 days, no matter if the sandbar and the ship was shipwrecked, no matter if a snake bit Paul on his arm, if he still wasn't in front of Caesar, it wasn't over. See, I always like to live by this principle. If what we see in our physical eyes, if what we see is not what God showed us, then what we see is only temporary. If God called us to a place, if God has called each and every one of us and he has shown you some things. And when you continue to live 
underneath the will of God and you are abiding by his word and you are abiding uh, on the course that leads you to that calling, then everything that happens. That's why the Bible says in James chapter one to count it all joy when we go into various trials because the testing of our faith produces patience. And with patience has done its perfect work, we shall be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. So Paul had to endure he had to have the patience to endure all those storms and shipwreck and being bit by a snake just to get to what God called him to be. See, also in Romans 8.28 is another reminder. It says that, that we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So we know that Paul loved God and Paul was walking in the will of God. He was walking in the purpose that God has for him. So all things will work together. So those shipwrecks, the, the things, him not eating, him and the soldiers not eating on the ship, um, all those things that he endured leading up to meeting Caesar, these things were to deploy him and to put him in position to have have the endurance and the strength to do what God called him to do. See, right after Paul got bit by this snake and they realized that nothing happened to him, the Bible says that Paul went to this guy's house for two or three days and this man's father was sick. And Paul healed this man's father. And the Bible says that all those people who thought that he was a, a, a god or a murderer, they started coming to the house and Paul healed all these people. But without Paul going through the things that he went through in the sea, in those storms, without him facing those things, he probably wouldn't have been equipped to do all that God had called him to do in that city of Malta. I also like to think about Mark chapter 16, and this is the last thing. When Jesus said this, Jesus told uh, his disciples at the end in the Great Commission, he said, go and preach the gospel to every creation. And he said, these signs will follow you. And he named five things. And three of those things happened in this situation with Paul. He said that he, he would stand up against snakes. We would stand up against serpents. Did Paul stand up against a snake? Yes, he did. He said that we will put the hands on people, lay hands on people, and they will be healed. Paul did that. And it said that poisonous things may come into our bodies, but they would not harm us. Did Paul have venom inside of his body? Yes, he did. So these things are the, the signs that accompany people who believe. And Paul believed in God with all of his mind, with all of his heart, and with all of his body. So the encouragement that we have is this. If we call, no matter what we face in life, if you continue to walk, in the will of God, in the purposes of God, all things, good, bad, ugly, excellent, they all will be wrapped up and God will always redeem it. God will always use those things to propel you and deploy you into your calling. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. I thank you for your word that has went forth, Father. I thank you for the word of God that is alive and active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, and it cut in between our soul and our spirit. And I pray that the seed that was sown today will bless me, Father, and encourage me, Father, but it also, Father, will bless and penetrate the hearts and the minds of your people, Father, so we can be transformed, sanctified, Father, and to be used for your purposes. Lord, we thank you right now that your Holy Spirit is doing an amazing work in us, and I pray, Lord, that from this day forward, each and every person that has heard this word will continue, Father, to be deployed by anything that happened in their lives. Lord, we stand on your word, we believe you, and we thank you in advance. In your son Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.